Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome back to Check the Mark. I am Mark Lucero coming to you from London. I am here in the Wimbledon bubble. It is June 26th. First apologies. This is just not happening as frequently as I would like. I'm going to try to continue to work on that, but man, life gets in the way. What can I say? Anyway, we are here in the bubble at Wimbledon at the Park Plaza Hotel on the Thames near Westminster Abbey. We're right across from Big Ben, right across the bridge. Cool location, central London. Normally we're out in the Wimbledon Village area or Southfields, right near the club. You can walk to the courts, take a short car ride. Now we're busting in. This is all related to COVID protocols, obviously coming off the pandemic that various countries around the world are still battling in certain ways, some countries more successfully than others. Anyway, everyone in the tournament is staying here at this hotel. Like I said, the LTA has done a great job, the AELTC. They've done a great job together trying to make this event happen and trying to pull it off. So what they've done, they've rented out the hotel completely. A fence, rather a wall, has been built around the whole property, closing it off to one entrance and one exit. That's where the buses come in, the courtesy cars, picking up the players from either the club or the airport. Everyone is to have their credential on their body at all times. The credential has an RFID chip and your movements are tracked everywhere you go in the hotel, at the club, so they can do any sort of contact tracing if necessary. Deliveries have to get cleared through security. There's probably at any one time 20 to 25 security officers out front of the hotel making sure nobody's leaving and only the right things and the right people are coming in. So it's, uh, this is probably the most secure bubble since Australia, in my mind. You know, and for comparison, at the hotel in Roland Garros, there was one security guard downstairs. Anyway, everyone's staying here. Like I said, they've rented out the entire hotel. Every player in the draw, every coach, they're all here at the hotel. Laundry is run out of this hotel for the players and coaches. Obviously, transportation. The entire basement floor of the hotel has been turned into a dining and catering facility. So you can go down there and have your meals dining hall style, cafeteria style, like anyone who's been to a U.S. college uh, is familiar with. So there's a big spread, big buffet spread, salad bar, charcuterie selection, hot foods, cold foods, pretty good selection for nearly every meal. And then a huge seating area where they try to socially distance it, try to keep the teams together and try to keep too much crossover from happening. That's in the basement. Next floor up, this entire ballroom level has been turned into a gym. So there's a ton of bikes. There's probably maybe 30 or 40 bikes, maybe 10, 15 treadmills. There's a couple squat racks and weightlifting platforms. There's rows of dumbbells. There's you know another couple sections with the pulleys and then a bunch of room for mobility for any floor exercises, abs, all that stretching. So pretty cool setup down there. Next floor up is the zero level, which there's a coffee bar there. It's all Illy products. There's an ice cream bar there, which is pretty cool. After dinner, you go down and get a cone and they have you know, 10, 15 different flavors. Then there's another little seating area out there. You can go outside and sit. They have a nice little outdoor patio set up, which is cool to get some fresh air. And as long as you're in the tournament, you stay in this bubble. It's called the minimized risk environment, the MRE. Anyway, as long as you're in the event, you stay here in the bubble, you stay here in the MRE, and you keep going through the protocols. This is sort of a contrast to the other protocols that most tour events outside of England have been having maybe over the last month to six weeks 
outside of Roland Garros where if you've been vaccinated, you're exempt from testing, and maybe you have some privileges to go out and go for a walk, that sort of thing. Here in England, uh, they're not recognizing any vaccinations from outside England. If you're not English and if you haven't had the AstraZeneca vaccine, you might as well not even show them the card. And, you know, again, that's neither here nor there because when you enter a country, you're subject to their own protocols. Obviously, the biggest frustration is when the protocols do not necessarily align or have any semblance of consistency. And you compare it to, you know, what the broadcasters are doing. Chris Fowler actually had a cool little video he posted from the backyard of the flat he's staying at in the Wimbledon Village area. And he was noting how they do five days and they're you know, in a house, they do sort of a five-day testing regime. I think they test on day one or day two and then day five to test out of the quarantine. And then they can do whatever, restaurants, bars, and they go to work, which obviously is different from what the players are doing where we're stuck in the hotel and we're going only to the club in the hotel. So anyway, it is what it is. When you look ahead to the rest of the calendar, it looks like this is probably the last bubble that we're going to be in for a little while until the tour maybe goes back to Europe in the fall. The U.S. summer is looking like it's going to be pretty free given any vaccinations. I think there's going to be stricter rules in place if players have not been vaccinated. Anyway, aside from that, it's been really cool to be back at the All England Club. It's been two years since those grass courts were played on by the players. And man, the grass is a little thicker. It feels just a little softer than I remember I think that could be due to the you know the length of the grass right now. I think they're going to give it a good, nice little cut on Sunday before the play. But balls, <laughs> our balls are bouncing low, so the players are getting down, working those glutes. And even though the grass has slowed it down over the years, basic grass court plays still work. Using the slice, hitting that slice serve off the court, that cutter, getting into the net, serve and volleying, and man, drop shots are absolutely deadly. On these courts, that's one thing I've seen as the players have played on the match courts. They play a little different from the Orangi Park courts. Just a reminder there, Orangi Park is the practice facility right next to the All England Club. It's actually part of the club, but it's this group of maybe 25 practice courts where the, the players use on a daily basis. Prior to the tournament, you get 30 minutes on the match courts. Obviously, it's grass. Grass gets worn out, so they limit the play on the match courts. Every player gets 30 minutes to use on Friday or Saturday before the tournament starts. If you team up with another player, you can put your 30 minutes together with their 30 minutes together to get a full hour. And a lot of players will find someone that they're friends with, you know, one of your buddies. You go out there and you hit a little bit and then you play points for, you know, a good 40, 45 minutes and get a feel for the court. When you play on the match courts, you have to all wear all white because it's considered part of the club. At Orangi, you can wear whatever you want. It's almost like a dress rehearsal when you go over to the match court. Players also like to take a lot of photos, get some content for the gram over there on the match court day. The biggest reason they like to get a little play on the grass is that it helps get the shine off the courts and gives it a little more grip when the players start playing on Monday. They do this on all the courts, except I believe court one and center court. Center court is worn in by a women's doubles match. They do this every year. I actually was in the court. <laughs> I like to go into center court every year and just kind of sit there and take it all in before the event starts and when it's nice and quiet. This year when I walked in there, the ladies were actually taking the court, and I put up a little video on my Instagram. There were a bunch of members in the Royal Box, and then the ladies came out, nice little round of applause, and played some pretty good doubles. I was pretty impressed with the level. It looked like they were a bunch of former players, at least college players, but they were good. Anyway, all that being said, that's kind of where the tournament's at right now. 
we're in the bubble. We've been practicing at Orangi. Matches start Monday. Defending champion from 2019, Novak Djokovic, opens play. The men's singles defending champion always opens the court. Women's singles champion generally generally always starts day two. Simona Halep has withdrawn. I believe Ashley Barty is kicking off play on Tuesday. So top half of the men's draw will play on Monday. Bottom half of the women's draw will play Monday. Then Tuesday, you have the bottom half of the men, top half of the women. That's it. Shoot me a note at Mark Lucero on Twitter, at Mark Lucero on Instagram. I want to try to do I want to try to do better. I want to try to answer more questions from Wimbledon. Maybe we'll talk about the PTPA. Maybe we'll talk about some other things going on in the sport. That's about it for now. Catch you later. This has been Check the Mark.